That's true, I found my body out the bay. Uh, hey, hey, I can burn over shallow teeth, don't pass you back to welch. And I lined up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, 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 hey. I make stuff from the open concrete, or Tarzan from a vine. I love this part. Yeah. Never makes me president, but I got the best first lady. Guys <laughs> can see. Hey, here. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. Yeah. Hey, that's pretty good, man. We want to let you know. I don't know if you know, but we live right now. Don't get hurt. So he can't kiss and flirt. Well, that smooth talk is kissing my girl. I'm just kissing dirt. Out of Bert. I'm impressed, man. That is a new intro for Exo Sports. <laughs> yes, it is. That was Lee Majors was my guy. Friday night, ABC, the six million dollar man. Doom 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 doom. Yeah. Doom, 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 doom. And the guy would go, Steve Austin, a man barely alive. We can rebuild him. Yeah. We have the technology. Oh, man. And you think about it. They got away with him in slow motion, and he's running 65 miles per hour. <laughs> think about it. Well. The power of television. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? The power of imagination as a kid watching that on a friday night oh yeah i, I was oh, right yeah. on it man i was right on that yeah uh, running Can around outside <laughs> 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 time, he had one of the prettiest wives in hollywood farrah fawcett major that yeah, was his yeah, wife yeah yeah and um they did the spinoff um the bionic woman mm-hmm yeah. Off of that show. So, guys, I hope you didn't really put that on air, but knowing you characters, I would not be surprised. <laughs> nah, we wouldn't do that to you, man. We wouldn't do that to you. Right. Uh, yeah, that's right. The clock is ticking. Yeah, you know, you know, it may well, just be a little something. But uh, you know, <laughs> well, the job that I had before. At times, it was like the Twilight Zone, so I would be driving around in the truck doing karaoke, and I would play the uh, $6 million man. But I would love to put $6 million on Miami Heat beating Denver tonight. <clears throat> but Boy. first, before I do that, I got to hit the subscribe button, right, T? Yep, definitely. We want to... Thank everybody for tuning in to tonight's show. And as you see, when you tune in, you never know what you might hear. So <laughs> but you can catch us on YouTube or you can catch us on all your favorite streaming podcast platforms, Google, Spotify, just to name a few. Um, want to thank everybody for tuning in. 
we please ask that you hit that subscribe button. Please tap that notification bell and hit that share button so your friends and family can check out what you're watching. Yeah. With that, I'll turn it over. So, Lee Majors Jr. Yeah, you can call me Lee <laughs> I don't care. That was fall my guy. guy. We'll call you the flaw guy, man. Yeah. Fall guy. Yeah. How and old is he? Lee Majors has got to be in his 80s now. He's got to be. Yeah, well, he's definitely got to be in his 80s. Yeah. I'm thinking he's on the other side of 80 or the younger side of 80? I would say he's on the other side of 80. Yeah. I would oh, say wow. Lee Majors has got to be. Ooh, I would say 84. Yeah. Oh, bingo. The Daily Double. 84? He is 84 years old. Wow. Yeah. His birthday was April 23rd. Oh. And uh, that was that was a big dude. Yeah. He was, yeah. Um, yeah, he, he did a Western back in the day. Yeah, I do remember. He was in Big Valley. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, give a I'm shout gonna... out to Bethany in the chat. She said hi to everybody. Hey Bethany, yeah. what's going on? What's going on? Do you remember Lee Majors? Did you have a crush on him? Let us know. We want to know. <laughs> he says he's the yeah. ladies' man, Lee Majors. Yeah. And that was just it. I mean, um, you didn't hear after he broke up with um Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett, <laughs> who wind up marrying his best friend. <laughs> Um, Ryan O'Neill, and uh, yeah, he he you know he lived a quiet life, and um, his father used to be a, a college football coach. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, his I father kind of coach typecast after that. After the um, Bionic Man, after the Bionic well, Man. Well, Fall Guy did. Yeah, but the Fall Guy came back at a, at a good time. Because uh, it was hard because back then, you're right, you got typecast and you were um, pretty much done. And uh, I'll never forget one actor who was able to, to, to break that mold was Larry Hagman. Larry Hagman was, he did I Dream a Genie. And he was typecast as Major Nelson. And uh, he had to literally convince CBS that he was the right guy for the part. And sure enough, history was made with Larry Hagman as J.R. Ewing on Dallas. Yeah, one day we have to just talk about that in itself. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) But back to $6 million on Miami Heat. Would you take that bet, Brian? Winning tonight? Went in tonight's game? No. Because I, I my prediction, I'm sticking firm with it. I predicted Denver to win in five. I thought mm-hmm. Miami would get one. I thought it would be at home, but they did get one. And I thought Denver could have I thought Denver could have won that game. And they should have won that game. I thought they just kinda let down at the at certain points. They just couldn't get the defensive intensity that they needed. Terry. Well, I'm going to say, as Brian said, I thought Denver should have won game two, but they didn't. So I'm going to say anything's possible tonight, and I think Miami can win uh, game three tonight in Miami. 
Um, I had Miami winning two games regardless, series going six. So, um, you know, I, I know the crowd's going to be into it. You know, the players for Miami are going to be pumped up. So I think it's possible. Whether it happens or not, we'll have to see. I had um, Miami winning one game. I wasn't on board with you guys that um, uh, Joker would get a triple-double throughout the series in every game. It's not over yet, though. And I didn't yeah, say in every game. I said average. A triple average. Double. So yeah. just because he didn't get it in that game doesn't still mean he can't average. Well, so how, many, how many games do you average him getting a triple-double? Two games? Three games? Well, you figure he was close to a triple-double. Yeah. And Wait a minute. You guys, are, you guys got an eraser and you're drawing the line. Uh, depending on how long the series well, goes. You're saying two, if he was three? close to a triple-double the last game, if he just say, I don't remember if he was short on the assist. I think he might have been short on the assist. So if he give you 13 assists tonight, that just kind of brings the average right back up to a triple-double. Mm. So, so two games so far, he didn't get it. No, he got one in the first one. He got okay. the first game. It was easy. The second game. Second oh. one, that's what I'm saying. He was close. I don't know what he was short. Close. Somebody want to bring up the stats? But he had and... the double-double rebound. I think he might have been short on the assists. I think he might have had, like, I don't know, maybe eight or something. Yeah, so close, but no cigar. So if it ended today, he would average it, right? He would have met that average. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, aren't you the smart one? Uh, come on, man. Come on. Mathematics, man. Come on. Hooky, huh? Yeah. Uh, you listen and watch the XO Bronx Tale intro, and we'll all describe each other. We'll use that in the next episode. We'll use it. <laughs> and you'll hear from my attorney. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, uh, you know the thing that I like about Miami and and all the listeners out there know I love defense and I love old school defense and I like how Miami, even though they don't have the offensive um, power that they're offensive juggernaut when it comes to offense, they will play tough defense. Yeah, yeah, and uh-huh. and their tough defense is what got them to the NBA championship. I think it would have been a closer if if Joker goes down in this series. Um, then I would definitely put my money on Miami to win. But oh, if yeah, Joker stays healthy, that's... there's nobody. There's I don't even think. Shaquille O'Neal would be able to play with this kid. I, the only man, the only center that I could see playing with him would be Akeem. Uh, Akeem Olajuwon because of his because of his athletic ability. Yeah. Um, the Shaq thing. Well, got it, here. I'll let you go. I mean, uh, you're talking prime Shaq. If you're talking prime Shaq, Orlando, I think he could only because if you remember, Shaq was very agile, quick. 
Um, if you had to compare, he's quicker than Jokic. And I think Shaq would just, uh, yeah, I think he would just blow right through Jokic. Now, like he was Chris Dudley. Now, you're talking about Shaq offensive game. I'm looking mm-hmm. at Shaq's defensive game. I don't think Shaq could be able to deal with him if he's out on the perimeter. Yeah, but that that goes for pretty much. So that's that, why I said Akeem, his athletic ability, he would be he would be able to do both. But what I will say is, because what you're saying, I understand. But at the same time. Akeem would have to come out the paint, and that would be something that he wouldn't be accustomed to because centers wasn't shooting threes back then. So he was able to yeah. stay in the paint and be a defensive presence. But now you're stepping out. So the game has changed. That changed. That's why when you said Shaq and Terry said prime Shaq, yeah, Shaq wouldn't be able to D him on the, on the, on the perimeter, but would Joker be able to D him on the interior? Yeah, because yeah, he is big, but Shaq. he wasn't – He's Shaq was physical, <laughs> but and agile. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it would be interesting, and that was something I thought about uh, a question. But he hasn't won it yet, so I'm not gonna ask the question. It's a question about if he won a championship, but I was gonna ask about where do you rank Dirk Nowitzki's championship? Because he only got one. But I was trying to think of another great player who only got one. Dr. J. Okay. He only got one? Yeah. yeah, he only got one. Wow. He beat the yeah. Lakers, and that was it. Yeah. And I was like, uh, Dirk Nowitzki, does his one championship carry a lot of weight, just more, even more weight because of who he beat? He beat he beat LeBron, D-Wade, <laughs> Bosh, super team. <laughs> So that one carry a lot of weight. I think you'd have to put Dirk up there. I think the oh, thing yeah. that that hurt Dirk was he played in the small market in Dallas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If if Dirk had played in New York and won a championship in New York, case closed in the story. Oh, if anybody would have New York media would have New York media would have said, He's the man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think anybody so, wouldn't want in New York. That's the data man. And then, yeah. and then on top of it, you know, like say, let's just say you take the Dallas Mavericks, that team, and you put them in New York. Oh, you, could you imagine how much it would cost to get a ticket? Yeah. To see, to see that type of team play with Dirk in New York? Mm-hmm. They got stars right now and they still got high price tickets so yeah, yeah. imagine <laughs> imagine with Dirk uh, if you had Dirk and and the winning team that he had in Dallas and you put them in New York yeah or even if you take that team yeah Lakers were pretty good but if you take Dirk's team and put him in a big market like LA because now you're you're going to get to see them more so oh, um, yeah yeah but not and and I think you know Butler down there in Miami he's the um he's the blue collar guy mm-hmm. he reminds me of the guy coming going to work and he 
back in the 50s, they used to have the steel lunchbox, the metal, the metal lunchbox. Oh, yeah. The and he's got the, the gray, gray pants, gray company work shirt on, and he's just grinding. Going to work. Uh-uh. Yep. And I'll nope, give a nope. sh- Go ahead, Aaron. Not doing a bunch of yelling. He's just letting his game do his talking. And I want to give a, yeah. a, a acknowledgement to our friend Y, who kind of brought something up interesting too. If Jimmy Butler or Miami was to win a championship, for him to win a championship with a bunch of, well, I'm just going to say, we'll say undrafted players. Mm-hmm. How much weight would his championship <laughs> carries? It'd be a lot. Yeah. You gotta look at the path that they took to get there. Yeah. Here. Even here. Yeah. I I think Butler is the type of guy his game is like right under um Kawhi Leonard. Quiet, strong. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And powerful, and yeah. he doesn't say a lot. He just his actions speak louder than than words coming out of his mouth. He was saying a lot to the Knicks. He was saying timeouts and <laughs> can't d <deem> me. Yeah. <laughs> saying a whole lot of stuff to the Knicks. Man, it was embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> tired of it, man. I'm tired of it. Uh, oh, but um, I I I like um. I like, you know, you got to give Pat Riley a lot of credit. Yeah. Yeah. I heard an interesting, uh, interesting stat that I can't, I'm just kind of paraphrasing what what it kind of broke out to be, but it was like since Pat Riley's been in the league as a player, GM, coach, uh, I think he was involved in 25% of, championships the last championships in that years that he's been either player coach gm or whatever <laughs> the only the only place he didn't get a championship was new york yeah yeah That's went it. to the finals yeah but yeah Tell i was that. like wow he's got championships with miami yeah he's got championships with la as a coach in la and um, I think he's got a championship as a player in L.A. too. Yeah, he got a championship yeah, in L.A. Guard, I, yep. didn't he win in, uh, was it Kentucky? Uh, I College? Think, I'm not sure. Could be. Let's see. Uh, let's see. But, All right. Yeah, so he's been to stuff. 19 finals. Wow. See? Yeah, that's what he said. 1972, 73. 1976 as the Suns guard. Um, I didn't know about the Suns. So, wow. so let's just look. The Suns? Who 19... was on that team? That wasn't Tom nah. Chambers in them, was it? Nah, not 76, no. No, 76, yeah. No. I'm thinking who? They were good then? 76, the Suns? Yeah. I don't even remember yeah. who was on that team. Well, yeah, I, was seven, I, I was too young. I don't know. <laughs> Um, they had a good team. Okay. I can see the coach. He had an afro. And, uh, 
Everybody had afros uh, in 76. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, just for a coach back then, yeah, you had some some interesting coaches back in the uh, 70s. Yeah, but that was an interesting stat, 25%. Yeah, because I'm just looking at 1980, he was a Lakers assistant coach. Went to the finals, 1982, Lakers assistant, 1983. He was a Lakers coach, 84, 85. This is Lakers, 84 as a coach, 80 as a head coach, 84, 85, 87, 88, 89. Then when he became the Knicks coach, he went in 94 as a Heat coach, 2006 and wow. as a heat executive 2011 2012 2013 2014 mm-hmm. 2020 and 2023 wow resume speaks volumes yeah mm. he kind of knows what he's doing it looks like it right yeah I still remember when he left the Knicks to go to Miami. I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, that was rough, man. Yeah. He did all he could do, though, man. He, well, he couldn't he ask for much from that Knicks team. Nah, yeah. Well you, well, you go back in that time, Pat Riley wasn't the, um, he wasn't the general manager. What you mean, with New York? No. In New York. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's it, when he went to Garfield? Miami. Yeah. Yep. Grunfeld was the manager, and Riley left the Lakers because Pat Riley started. They were slow, and they were out of shape. And Pat Riley wanted those guys. Okay, you you guys now got to be in shape, and he wanted them to to get better in conditioning and they complained. Riley said, okay, fine. I'm out of here. I got time for this. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're old, you're getting slow and you think you're just going to go out there and continue doing what you're doing. Yeah. But he, he implemented that with the Knicks and the Knicks were a good team as far as condition wise and what he, he got the best out of, out of what he had from the Knicks. Oh yeah, he did. Squeeze that orange juice dry. Yeah. 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 Yeah, The um, Phoenix Suns have always been a team that um, has always had a good record. But really never um, won anything. Yeah, see, I don't, I, kind of around the Tom Chambers era, and then, you know, you went into Kevin Johnson and, Chambers was like in the eighties. Yeah, he was in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's. I know there was somebody else out there with him, but I can't remember who. But he was the one I remember. You, the coach that that had the afro that I thought of was John McLeod. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he was like eighty six, eighty seven, somewhere around there. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He was um, from 1980, and they got rid of him in 87. Yeah? Okay. Hmm. But he was always, his teams were um, like, 
teams his teams always had a good record in mm-hmm. third place, first place, third place, second place, fourth place, third place, third, fifth, and fourth. So he always yeah. you know, that that'll keep you around until enough people say, you know what, where's the championship? Yeah, see, I, I don't remember. Yeah, because it was out west. All he knew was Lakers. Lakers, everything out there was Lakers. Lakers. I yeah. do remember out west, like, you had your Nuggets, Suns, you know, Lakers. I think even the Supersonics. In the 80s? Seattle. Yeah, well, yeah. what I remember from that is they put up a lot of points out west. Yeah. Like, 100, 100 point games was nothing for those teams. Yeah. In the Seattle no. Supersonics, if I'm correct, they back in the uh, 70s, they won um, an NBA championship. Lenny Wilkins was a coach or was he a player? I think That's he was a player. Uh, I thought he was a coach. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I'm going with um, Miami tonight. You want Miami? Okay. UT? Uh- uh, I'm gonna go Denver only because I'm not saying Miami can't win, but I think Denver is gonna um they're gonna exercise some demons from game two. So okay, hmm. Sorry about that. Why? Yeah, <laughs> just the switch. Yeah. <laughs> so to switch the topic, hey, I know Aaron's a Yankee fan. How, yeah. how do you feel about Judge going on IR? The Yankees stay afloat. Um, it, it's. I think the Yankees will be okay. I think if if the Yankees can get to just play five hundred while Judge is out, they'll be fine. Yeah, just keep your head above five hundred while he's out for the next ten games. And if and if you can do that, you're great. And just like uh, last today's game was canceled because of um, the smoke that's coming down from Canada, and uh, people, let me just say this: five o'clock right now in Connecticut. It's if it's a sunny day, it's it's nice the smoke that's coming down from Canada has dropped the temperature down 10 degrees. It was cloudy yesterday. They were expecting rain, but with the clouds and this smoke, five o'clock seemed like almost like going into nighttime. We yep. thought we were going to have a tornado yesterday. That's and I'm exactly what I thought. And I'm looking and I'm saying to myself, and believe it or not, I went to go get a salad. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm saying to myself, I don't believe this. It's pitch dark, like a tornado's getting ready to come, like nightfall. And I said to myself, it'd be typical for me, jump in the vehicle and then all of a sudden get sucked away and land somewhere in Kansas. (laughs) (laughs) But you got your salad. Uh, yep. I can eat right through the storm. Hey, hey, I just passed Ohio. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, um, no, you know, I just hope that Miami can, um, 
make this a good series. They already made it a good series. One game yeah. doesn't mean nothing to me. Yeah, it does. Hit three. It Hit means three. a lot for the NBA. Yeah, because you can bet some people want bet a sweep was coming. And here's the thing in, with um, Aaron Judge. <laughs> you switch you know, quickly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he caught the ball, crashed into the wall that opened up. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm saying to myself, well, what kind? What what are they using for hinges to keep that locked? Yeah, went right through it. That old it's footage of the, guy, the guy just went through the wall. <laughs> a lady at my job, she's a diehard Yankee fan, and she goes, "Here we go again, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Judge is on the." Uh, IR and I says, well, I said that's really not his fault. I said when you crash into the wall and the door opens up, I got to give him a pass on that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me ask you: Was he playing center field or was he playing right? When he he got was hurt? playing right field. Yeah. Do you but think the, he should go to DH? Here's the problem: you can't. And it's funny that you bring it up because. I I was telling the lady at work, I said, this is going to be a problem down the road. Mm-hmm. I said, Aaron Judge should be playing more DH because he's a big man. Mm-hmm. And you've got this big guy running on AstroTurf, pounding on the grass, playing center field, and he has no business in center field. Though he's a great athlete, you've invested three hundred million dollars in him, and you're going to wind up beating him into the ground down the road, and you're not going to even be able to play him at DH because you got Carlos Stanton there. Yeah, how many, how many years Carlos is Stanton, on Carlos Stanton's contract? Oh, that that guy is. I look at him and I'm saying to myself. I would kill to be in shape like him. But then he's like he's like glass. Touch him and he's shattered. No, I ugh, I don't know. Yeah. Barry Bonds tried to tell you. Maybe she gets, maybe she gets <laughs> some of that cream in the clear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yep. Got Bonds so, fired as a hit, hitting coach. I'm like, what? Hey, you can't hit. That's your problem. You, you don't want to stay. Shoot. He don't prove what he can do. Uh. Uh, but it should be funny. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is funny. It's definitely funny. <laughs> Carlos Stanton is due $29 million in each year of the next two seasons. $32 million annually from... 2023, 29 million in 2026, 25 million in 2027. The deal includes a 25 million club option for 2028. I ain't picking that up. Buyout of 10 million. That's cheap for the buyout. So you got him for another three. Whoa, what what, would you said? 27? Four more years for 
four more years. Four years. Wow. wow. Did he sign like a twelve year contract? Must because he, he got must that. Have. He got that money. Yeah, he got that when he was in Florida. That's mm-hmm. so much the Yankees are on the hook for. Yeah, I thought he was coming up like two years left, maybe tops. I thought like, oh, oh, you gonna eat that? Yeah. Yeah. Like they used to tell you eat oh, your you... vegetables, eat them. Okay. <laughs> it was a kid. Stanton had agreed to a three, three hundred and twenty-five million dollar contract. And it was 13 years. 13. Okay. Yeah, they were giving out. That's why I said 12. I remember they was giving out contracts like that. And so, if I'm the Yankees, I would, um, at the end of this season, I would find, I would see if I can find a buyer and tell them, look, you want them, I'll take half of the, I'll eat half of the contract. Yeah, you no one has touching that. Yeah, you're gonna have to eat half. Yeah, you're gonna eat half of it. That's this. That's the that's reason the why. Oh. But the problem is, he's got a no trade clause in his contract. Oh, well, then you in trouble. So, yep. So he's gonna say, "Nah, I'm good." Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe. Like, I love New York. <laughs> yeah. To all to the younger folks tuning in. Baseball is a real lucrative sport. Yeah. Yeah. Might want to hit those bat, the batting cage, get yourself a glove. Yep. My, um, oh, our good friend that we grew up with, Duck. Duck was, is about, I would say maybe 6'1". And naturally, Built like his hit the he didn't even have to work out his his the power in his his calves were like enormous and he you know what I mean yeah his calves was like people arms yeah upper arms your guns like Hulk Hogan (laughs) style and he was just naturally strong and he. He had a son, and he's like, oh, I want to get my son into football. I looked at him, and I said, that's the last thing you want him to do. He says, what are you talking about? I said, if you want, I said, as big as your son is and as strong as he is, just like you, you give him a baseball bat and try to get him to hit a baseball. Mm -hmm. I said, that's where the money is. Money's not in football. The money's in baseball. Guarantee. Guarantee. <laughs> oh, that money is good. Oh, once you sign your name to the paper. Oh. That's it. As you mentioned wrestling too, Aaron, I want to say, yeah, the Sheik passed away too. Wrestler. Iron, oh, wow. Iron Sheik. Yeah, I seen that. Wow. That is something. Yeah. How old was he? I think he was in his eighties. Uh I can't remember eighty two or something. I thought he was yeah. older because he looked older even when he was younger. Yeah, he with looked, the bald yeah. head. Yep. Iron sheet. Yeah, younger generation. Yeah, you got to watch and, that era of wrestling. And um, he was. It was funny. He was. Um, 
Jim Duggan, I think the wrestler's name was. And Jim Duggan was come out with his jeans and a flannel shirt, and he would go, oh. Oh, yeah, I remember that. side of the ring. And then he'd go, USA, and he would fight the Iron Sheik. Yep. Well, one night they got they got arrested <laughs> because they were both in the same car drunk <laughs> on their way to a wrestling match. Uh, oh, yeah, the dog, Entertain, man. It's entertainment. It's only entertainment. Oh, man. Now, this one was brought up by, um, I believe it was Malcolm. Um. Jacob DeGrom is out for the season. He needs Tommy John surgery. The team couldn't get him insured. He's got a $6 million deal from the Texas Rangers. So you know who has to eat that money? Mm. Texas Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, what, Terry, what do you think the Texas Rangers are feeling about that contract? Well, I'm sure right now they're feeling bummed out, but I mean, to be honest, um, there was history there. So they knew what they were getting into, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I I also see the other side of it too, right? When he's healthy, key word, words, when he is healthy, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. Um, but, you know, he throws the ball hard. Um, and he didn't he have early on he had Tommy John surgery right is this his second one I don't I believe so did he get one I thought he had some problems coming in like um yeah I think in 2010 his first season I I think I thought he had surgery I thought it might have been the second season but I thought he had it too too yeah yeah and he's had like a history of of injury, you know, for with his forearm, elbow. So they knew what they were getting into. Um, I, I I heard that they didn't want to insure him because the premiums would have been really expensive behind it. And I guess they tried to do something with the contract, um, some type of option. And like I think it was in two thousand. 26 or something mm-hmm. where they could have kind of saved face if he would have got injured, but you know, they knew what they were getting into. The history was there. It's just, you know, and another flag is he's, he's going to, I think he's going to be 35 soon. So, but again, when healthy, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. So, yep. You no, know, it took a shot. Yep. And you were right, Terry. He did have it in 2010 with the Mets. Yeah. Which I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. And the Mets always have worked their rookie pitchers hard. They always do. And they ruin their careers. (laughs) And you could ask any Met fan, there's no knowledge that while he was with them, he, he he was injured a lot. Yep. During his time with them, so... Yeah, Ooh. and the writing was on the wall, but you know, you gotta take a shot when this guy's healthy. He's, he's a tough pitcher. And I'll mm. just jump in, and I thought it was a gamble from the jump. 
it's already a gamble just taking a picture in itself especially the ones that throw hard so the fact that they couldn't get insurance on them that was a flag right there kind of telling you uh well we can't insure it and they still did it so and now you once again you're gonna eat those vegetables and you're gonna get no no dessert till you finish them so they're on the hook for that and looking at that that's i'm gonna just kind of jump off as we look at um uh oh man the pitcher angels i can't think of his name offhand otani oh shoy otani yeah doing that duel how long can you keep that up you playing with iowa water but hopefully he'll be getting his money next year so it won't matter but playing fire with water because pitching is is tough in itself and i remember we had this debate way back when malcolm uh, shout out to malcolm and emerson we miss you guys to see you when you come we had this shout out before i said what's the hardest position and malcolm said it was uh your boy from the yankees and i'm like no i'm like pitching is harder than anything mm-hmm. to be good in the major league not just a pitcher but to be a good pitcher and this guy is hitting i thought he was the best player in baseball to me mm. i think um texas was going into a new stadium they wanted they wanted to you know make a statement there and go after um mm-hmm. the astros okay you're doing good so far, but yeah, I think um, in the end, you're only going to hurt yourself. Where that you you invested in money, where that if you see that a player's already had Tommy John surgery and he's older, you don't go and give him a big contract, mm-hmm. especially when the insurance company says. Are you looking at this medical history? <laughs> mm-hmm. Because a doctor is looking at it, and that doctor for the insurance company, they probably just bought him a beach house somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because he just saved them some money. Mm-hmm. I would want the nine yards, I'd want the beach house. And everything that comes with it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Give me everything. Oh, yeah. I want it all. <laughs> oh. Diamond rings, girls. Oh, <laughs> give it all. No, I didn't say all that. Uh, you said that. That's a rap song. That's yeah, a rap song. It's yeah, a lyric yeah, from a rap yeah, song. Yeah, you you didn't yeah. know. Yeah, moving moving right along. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What NFL team would benefit the most from adding DeAndre Hopkins to their roster? Terry. Well, that's a few. Um, I think he had on his list. I just, I think the list he had was it. um, Oh, man. What's his name? Uh, Chargers. I think he had on his, he had on his list of Chargers. Um, it was one of, oh, Baltimore. 
and I can't think of the third team, but there's a, I mean, um, oh, first that first thing come to my mind is Kansas City. Mm-hmm. The, you know, because they got a good running game now. Um, you all, you got um, the tight end, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Right? And yep. just imagine you can open up. That passing game will open up a lot more. Um, he's – they'd be dangerous. I mean, he's not a speedster guy, but – he you you put the ball up, he can go get it. And he runs he's he runs good routes and he can catch he doesn't drop passes, not many. Mm-hmm. So but I don't know if they can afford him. That's the only thing. But Kansas City is the first team that comes to my mind. Brian. Uh well let me just say there's a f- <laughs> A full teams that can really use his talent and his skills. Um, second, I think it's going to be interesting with the money aspect of it because he's coming off of suspension or whatever it may have been, but we know it was something. Uh, so if the money is right, there's going to be a lot of teams that can be in the play. Um to me, yeah. if he uh, went to Kansas City, if he wants to win, he may have to take a little less to get more later because I think it would pay dividends if he was to get there and show his skills, and that would just put him right back in the top tier of a wide receiver because we haven't seen him play in almost a year. So Kansas City, I think the dark horse may be because I don't hear any rumors about it. I don't even know if they really need him, but – you can always use more. It's Philly. Because they're really all in it to yes. go for it. So I can see that. That's the third team. Yeah. That's the third team he mentioned going to Philly. So, um, uh, and if I had to come with one other team, Chargers could use them. I don't think they will get them, but they could. I'm going to give you a team. Who's that? He won't go there, but he may go there. And I think it would be pretty interesting if he did go there, and that would be Seattle. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think Seattle is a Seattle's a team last year. We saw the we saw Gino at his best last year, which shocked everybody. Mm. So what happens if Gino gets a res- respectable wide receiver? You mean another respectable wide receiver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's well, a you know, good team. I didn't yeah. see that, yeah. but I, yeah. I, I would like to see him with Metcalf. Metcalf, to me, I think he has all the abilities, and he still doesn't get it. Why you say that? Because sometimes when he's on his game, he plays like a he plays like a pro bowler. When he's not on his game, he acts very immature. Well, that, that's most all wide receivers kind of get he? like that. How old is he? 
I would say Metcalf has got to be about now 26 or 27. I was going to say 28. Maybe. Because he's been in Seattle for a little bit. But I I think what you see, Aaron, I think is frustration. I thought you kind of saw where, you know, a pro, you know, a wide receiver with that talent, they always think they're open. You know, when they double covered, they think, yo, throw it up to me, I'll get it. And mm-hmm. he's shown he is that type A wide receiver. Can do it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I didn't think about that. That would be a good good one. Cause they do got the uh, I forgot the other slot type wide receiver. Is it lock? Is he still there? Lock it. Lock is it lock? Lock it. Yeah. Um but Having them too, but yeah, that that'd be interesting. Uh, I didn't think about that team. Oh my goodness, he's twenty five. Twenty five. Wow, I thought he was twenty eight. Wow, so he's just coming into his prime. Yeah, healthy. Yeah, and we've seen him running against track and field people, so (laughs) we know he still got the speed. Oh. But he came in second on that one or third or whatever. It was just a fact. He just went from the football field to the track. Because yeah, he was he was mad that he wasn't drafted where he wanted to be. And because the rumor had that his hands were no good. And he worked on his hands and made him a Pro Bowl wide receiver. Yeah. And then he he dyed his hair orange, and then all of a sudden he uh, he lost vision because sometimes it's like a guy needs a mentor to say, "Okay, you're good, but do you want to be great? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Do you have that next gear t- within yourself to say that you want to be great?" You don't think he's yeah. great? If he make it to a Pro Bowl, you don't think he's great? No. I, I, it's like this, and me and Emerson would always have an argument. Lawrence Taylor was a great linebacker for the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. But Lawrence Taylor would never get his body in shape. He just played off of his natural ability. And I and I would always say this to Emerson. If you work out and condition, where would that have taken you? So where, where are you going with this? I'm lost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, yeah, lost, dude, there's a specimen. What are you talking about? No, Lawrence Taylor was never a person that would work out. Well, we're not talking about him. We're talking about Metcalf. And I think Metcalf needed to continue to it to improve on his skills. What? <laughs> Catching the football, running routes, mm-hmm. being a better being a better teammate at times. So let me ask you this: In yeah. the NFL, I'm gonna say I, I'm. I, I'll give you some leeway. You want to say he, he's not the top ten? <clears throat> you thinking? <laughs> Am I thinking? Is he a top ten? Yeah. I I put it to you like this. Would you want him as your first wide receiver? What do you mean? 
if you were general manager, would you would you take him first to build around as your wide receiver? I wouldn't turn it down, but who yeah, are you comparing it to? You're not giving me no. I'm saying your first one out of the league. Would you take him as your first one out of the league right now? Yeah, but I said top ten. So, and I'm asking you, would you take him as your first one? Well, I have to go through the list of my top ten <laughs> to see who I would take. Would you take Terry? I'm just thinking why he's asking me this question. Uh, I'll consider him. Yeah, I gotta look at it like you said. Would you take Debo over him? Me, yes. Yes. You would take Metcalf over Debo. No, I take Debo over. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, well, I take that back because that kind of depends on your your offense. Because Samuels is a different type of athlete, but he's but still a wide a receiver. Question. Would you take him? Would you take him or not? Over Debo? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I, I think I probably would. Not me. Okay. Anytime you can take a, a wide receiver and put him in the backfield and he's ready to run as a running back. Yeah. But how long is that sustainable? I, I said, see? I'm not talking about career. I'm talking about in the moment. Okay. But see, but you talk about who would you take first? So if you talk about, I would take Devo over, yeah. I would take D, Devo over, um, over, uh, Metcalf. I would take, um, the wide receiver for um no let me ask Buffalo. you this Buffalo oh yeah Diggs yep you would take Diggs over Metcalf yep I would take um what's the other wide receiver and he uh he plays for Oakland now uh come on uh, oh play for Green Bay yeah he's played for oh, Green man. Bay. Now that one is a toss up. Adams. Is it Adams? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Adams. Mm -hmm. yep. That one, those two are comparable. And that's why when you said the Debo, Debo's kind of in his class of his own because, like yeah, I said, so yeah. He has another skill set other than being is a he, wide yeah. receiver. Wait a minute. Is he a wide receiver? He is. Debo, you guys asked me what, I, what wide receiver I would take. And there you have it. Okay, then, or let me ask you this: Who would you take, Debo or Tyreek Hill? Hmm. Uh, man, I gotta go. And the reason why I'm asking, well, go ahead. Who would you take? Yeah, let me see. Debo over Tyreek Hill. Yep. <clears throat> And uh, I would probably, if I had a good quarterback, I'd probably see, go with Hill. You, you, you didn't give me that option. You said start your yeah. team off with. So I'm saying, who would you start your team off with? Tyreek Hill probably, or Debo? Go with, I would probably go with Tyreek Hill over yeah. Debo. I'd probably go with Tyreek Hill over Metcalf. Well, uh, yeah. And the, the reason why I'm asking you that is who you going to give it's what Debo brings, man. He, he 
yeah, his value was, is worth more. Yeah, but the thing was, it was, it was never. You asked the question was in the very beginning, not the question, but the topic was. It was about Metcalf. Who would you take? No, now, my question in was the top ten. Yeah, in the top ten. He is a top so ten. You, so you've already, we've already got Tyreek Hill. We already got Devo over Metcalf. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's the the wide receiver? Devontae Adams. You saying Devontae Adams? Uh, I'm and um, the wide receiver for um, the Rams. Uh, no Buffalo. Oh, you know what? Diggs? Thank you, Terry. What? Diggs and the um, wide receiver Cooper in Cup. L.A. Cup. Mm-hmm. So that's what six right there. I I said top ten. He's still yeah. You want to go ahead and go do some more? I'm gonna tell you he's gonna be in the top ten. I'm telling you now. <laughs> you want to try and find some more? And some of those I would say is you know you interchangeable, but yeah, he's gonna be in there. You would take Dev- you would you would take um you wouldn't take Devonte Adams over Metcalf. I said those two are kind of those two are really comparable to me because they got that size and they speak. Who? Who? Which one do you say would have better hands? Uh, maybe, maybe Adams. But like, what's the name? Hands aren't bad. You make it seem like he's dropping balls left and right or something. No, I, I'm just asking who. Do, I, I think his hands at times are questionable. Really? I think at times he will make, he will drop a play, drop the ball, and then all of a sudden he'll make a big play. Gee. I don't think all his right. hands are consistent at times. Well, I don't know. I don't know. So Talk I, to him, T. I, I'll just say I, I agree with you, Aaron, on this. At times when he doesn't get the ball, it's been known that he won't finish routes. He won't lay down a block because of frustration. But he's 25. Every receiver that's, that's been a good receiver they all get frustrated because they're not seeing the ball. Um, but to kind of jump back on it, I just one thing about this, the topic as far as money for D hop. Odell Beckham got $15 million mm. coming off major knee surgery. Uh, what do you think D hop is going to expect as far as salary? I don't think he's taking anything less than 15 mil. What I think is going to hurt him is that it's so late in the season. And teams' caps are pretty much, pretty much, yeah. you know, capped out. Now, unless you're cutting some players. Because you're talking about right. they're already so, going in OTAs. They're almost ready yeah. to start. So it's late in the season. You know, you know, in the preseason, or whatever you want to call it. What do you want to say, Ann? What do you think? I think he's looking at about and I'll 12 million. Him. I think he'd get like nine, ten, nine, ten. Somebody give him I think it's going to depend. Yeah, if somebody would give him 12, Aaron, it just depends what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Does he want to win? Yep. Does he, you know... Yep. I think it's hard for um for somebody like this because 
how can I put it? Um, there's a certain kind of arrogance to Hopkins, which is a good thing. He, he he's um, he believes in himself. How he's got great he ability. Oh, shut up. Shut up. And he's going to want the money. He's like you say about diva wide receivers. They they don't want to come to the um, party going, well, yeah, you're you're supposed to be a great wide receiver, but you're not making the kind of money we do. Even fifteen million dollars for Odell Beckham, that still puts him in the in the house with the rest of the money makers. Andre Hopkins, you, bro, where's your money? Uh, still waiting on it. But can I come in? No. Let yeah. us know when you got the money. <laughs> and the one thing I'm going to say about the Beckham contract, I thought they were bidding against themselves because I don't think there was any other team in the NFL that was going to give them that much money. <laughs> so, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. So that's why I don't see D Hop getting that kind of money. I think uh, the, the only team I think he would probably take $9 million, two teams I think he would take $9 million from would be Philadelphia and Kansas City. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Man, if he was – could you just imagine if Andrew Reid had him, the schemes that they would come up with? Would, uh, it's almost scary when you really think about it. It is almost yeah. scary. But time tells all. Good luck, Hopkins. You can still put him in the slot. <laughs> He's 31 years old. 31? Yep. I like I wouldn't even play him on the outside. Put him in the slot. Let him do his work there. Which is slot wide so, receiver have to deal with that. <laughs> hmm. So, what do you think about the PGA and the LIV partnership? Is it a hole-in-one? Terry? Um, yeah. It's just going to be a hole-in-one because at the end of the day, it's about revenue, about bringing money in. Um, and I know there's this, it's out there. I'm not trying to say that they're not going to do it, but they want to promote the game of golf. Yeah, they're going to do that, but the revenue is going to come in. The players are going to get paid. It's a hole in one for the players. They're going to get, they're going to get paid and they're going to get paid well, which is good for the players. Um, so, and they're also going to do some investments, you know, into the community. But at the end of the day, as you always say, Aaron, it's about the money. Yeah, yep. I'll back. <laughs> yeah, so no doubt. Crazy guys. Oh yeah, Ryan. And uh, Ryan. I think Aaron, this is a page from your book. It's you know it always comes down to the dollars. If it got to make sense. Wow. Well, the book of Aaron, huh? Yeah, you got it. that book when you were young. <laughs> Doesn't have to make any sense. Just got to make dollars. They just, uh, the PGA, 
they just went for the green, man. They just they oh, they went for a hole in one. They just said we're gonna go for it all, which was shady, uh, on the part of, you know, the way that they went about it. I thought it was wrong. Um, you know, if this is something they was gonna venture into or thought about doing, they kind of left McElroy, they left Woods out there. Those are guys who could have went out and got that money last year. And they offered Tiger like an 800, 800 mil. McElroy probably yeah. would have got like, I don't know, 400 and something. And now they went and did the deal anyway, and now they don't get that money. It's like, yo. So they got the short end of the stick, and they was the one holding the mantle for the PGA. You know, let's stay with the PGA. Let's do this. Yeah, but I think you're when for – Tiger Woods, he did the right thing by not taking the $800 million. Mm -hmm. Because if Tiger Woods probably would have taken the $800 million, he probably would have lost a lot of endorsements here in the United States. Yeah. And And I'm doubting that. So it really, in in my eyes, and I could be wrong, I, I believe it just evened out. But do you think the PGA should have kind of said we may go in that direction instead of having them, you know, you know, you guys stick with us? And then well, Tiger Woods was trying to protect his legacy. So what do you think Roy was, was doing? About. Roy was pretty much we, we want to say Roy was the poster boy for the PGA at that time because Tiger was really he's a name, but you know. Yeah, but Tiger Woods, his Tiger Woods is a beat up man now. That's what I'm saying. Be real. So that's what so, I'm saying. So when you take a look at his legacy, he's right under Jack, Jack Nichols. So if 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 everybody leaves and goes to the LIV, guess what his rec? Guess what his? Guess what all those championships mean? Nothing. Yeah. So if you want to keep your legacy alive, you say, "Hey guys, don't go over there." It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Well, and so the endorsement companies here are saying, "Way to go, Tiger! You're doing the right thing." Because if all of them go there, guess what? <laughs> now you, now you're running over there trying to give one of those guys a contract to do what? But that's Sell what the PGA did. Over in, yeah, but the PGA in the end realized, you know what? We're we're a business. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So Tiger. who got shafted? <laughs> who got shafted? Tiger, then? Woods didn't, Tiger Woods didn't get shafted. He did not get shafted because he still kept his endorsements. He was still able to. The players are coming back. So, if Tiger Woods signed eight hundred million dollars that time last year, he would have lost all his endorsement money. Here. So it it was a wash. Did Phil lose his endorsements? Phil didn't really have any endorsements. Phil's Callaway. Phil, a, Phil were Callaway. He still yeah, got but, you think, but the problem was with Phil, it came out Phil had a gambling problem. And I'm not talking God. about that. I'm just saying, did he lose his endorsement? Sergio, he ain't lose his endorsements. Sergio's foreign. Well, I'm just saying, did he lose his endorsements? Tiger Woods is Tiger Woods is an is an American great 
golf player. Yeah, and Second I'm not. Second one to Jack. I understand, but yeah, but I'm just saying they got the short end of the state. Yeah, and also I think the PGA. I think the players that did go over to um, LIV, they there were like I think 17 lawsuits against the PGA, mm-hmm. and now they're all settled. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Just, just look at that. So, yeah, it's, but like I said, it's a business. That's the point. It's a yeah. business. They made a decision, but it was just the fact that, you know, the PGA was pronounced, oh, you know, we can't get involved with that and this and that. And the next thing you know, they just go ahead and do it. And the players didn't even know they did it. The ones that they were telling to stay with the PGA. That's what I felt was shady. Yeah, I think they're calling the players want. Uh, I can't remember his name. Is it the director of the PGA or? Oh, they want him they, fired. They want him to get fired. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you should get fired. Yeah, yeah. So you telling yeah your two biggest PGA players that you didn't even tell them that this was coming down the pike? Come on, yeah. Well, in business, guess what? Yeah. Sometimes you fall on the sword. That's why I said, yeah, you know, sometimes you get to think, oh, maybe they should have took that money. <laughs> it wasn't like <laughs> Yeah, I, I get what you're saying about, you know, taking the money, but it wasn't going to help Tiger Woods. Yeah, he didn't need the money. So that, that's no, one it, thing, but. No, because you lose, you get $800 million. Right. Okay. You get $800 million from a foreign country. Guess what? You got to pay taxes over in the United States. Yeah. Well, so what are you now at? 500 million. And what I would say, if he would have did it, it would have been a much bigger story of, you know, yeah, just because of, yeah, you know, you guys got <laughs> to remember something yeah. about Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods used to have, a picture of Jack Nichols in his bedroom. Yeah, but I still don't think you Always. get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. You're looking at the money perspective of it. No, no, I'm saying it would have been a much bigger story if he took the money. Because, like I said, all the players that we name, we, we only named a few, but a lot of them took it. And it was like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if he would have took it, it would have been all hell. Break loose. Yeah, he would have uh, been the villain. Yeah. He would have been the bad guy. Yeah, agree. Yeah. agree. So yeah. why put yourself in that place and you want to keep these guys here? And in the end, you're they in still place. wind up staying. You're in that place anyway. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. But who knows? Uh, so, golf. And he still yeah. might get some money. Oh, yeah, he's going to get some money still. Oh, yeah, he's get money. Yeah. He, you know, he ain't playing as much as, but his name just carry weight. <laughs> just playing a tournament carries weight. Yep. Yeah. Now that they're gonna play probably some matches over there, hey Tiger, and some of the golf tournaments here are gonna probably get shut down. <laughs> You're one of those little small rinky dink tournaments. Yeah, yeah. Don't take it personal. You're out. Yep. But it won't affect yeah, nothing. They're going to take the, what is it? Is it the Hartford Open? What's it called? The Hartford from the over here? Open, classic, whatever. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. 
Yeah. Take that away. Ain't taking nothing away. Ain't nothing gonna change. Masters ain't changing. Ain't none of that changing. Oh, it's money. The it's money keeps money. coming. Yeah. yeah, go for the green. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's what it is. Get the ball on the green. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, guys, good show. And let's try this again next week. Yeah. Terry, please no tell doubt. them about the subscribe button. Wanna thank everybody for watching tonight. Please hit that subscribe button so you can get notifications when we come on, giving you the latest news and rumors and sports. And next week we'll see. We have a request from Bethany, uh looking for Aaron to do Elvis. Oh, you get so all kind of impressive. Impressive you know. Oh, boy. Stay tuned next week on episode 98 on XO Sports Talk. (laughs) Just to let you know, nothing happens with your salary. Still still zero bucks. Care what you do. Yeah, (laughs) nothing happens. Go to PGA, go talk to them or something. Yeah, nothing changed here. It's funny how people love to get on stage for free. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, this yep. change. You <laughs> keep up the hard work there, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Keep up the hard work. I'm like I'm like uh what's that movie? Uh Air Force One. Get off my plane. <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank everybody for tuning in to Exo Sports. Good night and God bless. You two are a bunch of characters, you know that? <laughs>